0: Hey y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back, we're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. It's been a while, folks, and I bet you thought we got cancelled. Ha! AJ wishes. This podcast will never end. It is I, Rob Paul, aka the OG Max Crosby hype man, and with me, as always, is AJ, LJ, was Edge One. Today, we're going to break down the year two slash three breakout players from the AFC and NFC. Let's hit it! Seven. seven, 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 seven
1: one, two, three, two, and one, two, three, four. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving on to Cleveland, maybe. Looking for a Lawrence or Suelle.
0: There's no shortage of action going on with our partners over at BetOnline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back, the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play. And BetOnline is the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. You know, I might start betting on UFC. I've been watching it a lot. I'm not super proud of it, but uh, yeah. You know what, I haven't watched any UFC, but
1: in our fantasy golf for the, what is it, the Troll Schwab Classic or whatever the fuck, I, uh, I picked the winner, Daniel Berger, so I got some hot uh, fantasy golf and golf betting tips, uh, which you can listen to on my other podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, I was hoping for a name. Maybe we pivot to covering UFC and golf um, gambling.
1: My other podcast is called The 69th Hole.
0: That doesn't even make sense. But I'm glad you laughed at your own joke. Need more? I'm
1: laughing at the poor quality of it. Yeah.
0: Need be. more? Bet online is <laughs> simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for a devoted gamblers to check it out. What? Like video game? Is that esports? Yeah, it's been going on. Uh, I haven't
1: watched it, but I know they have like Formula One. You must really
0: like to gamble for betting on that. <clears throat> BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. See, I'd like to get into playing like a lot of blackjack, but like I'm not good at it. Visit BetOnline.ag on your computer or mobile device. Enjoy now to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts.
1: Online casinos must have made a fucking
0: fortune the last three months realistically yeah like if you're in um if you're i mean i i got into pokemon during quarantine but if like you're maybe a little more mature than i am maybe you get into that that seems like a good way to like even just like um zooming with your buddies while you're all playing and having a beer that seems like a cool idea so go to betonline.ag and do that
1: Bet online. This is my pitch of bet online. Uh, simu- well, not simulated, but <laughs> it is simulated. Betting on Pokemon
0: matches. Okay, don't mess around. Come on. There's. Come on.
1: I think that's it's... a winning
0: idea. No, like, that's a thing already. You think you came up with that? No, no, no. But, like, <laughs> is that a thing? Fuck. Yeah, I've been trying to get in for years. On, on the, the pro Twitch. circuit? <laughs> yeah. I'm still, I still uh, retain my amateur rights though, so like I might be going to Michigan in the in the fall to play, play on their Pokemon team. Let's us What's is Michigan's bad. This is bad. Pokemon. This is a bad bit. All right, hey, let's do our show. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been away for a little bit, but because we've been preparing for this episode. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, hey, but after this episode, we're like no longer just doing filler. If you think this is filler, which it's not because uh, next week we're going to start our, our summer scouting series with uh, non-Division 1 players. Wow, and, and by exciting. non-Division 1, I mean non-FBS, just to make that clear. So, Thank you for clarifying. I was so confused. Well, it's going to be a lot of North Dakota State talk. But today, before we do that, we got to fill some time with our AFC and NFC second-slash-third-year breakout teams. I'm handling AFC duties. AJ's handling NFC duties. Um, I feel like it was difficult to, to shy away. So, our first rule was
1: no guys that made the Pro Bowl. Essentially.
0: Essentially, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then uh, I struggled to shy away from a lot of the big guys. But then, I know. Rule... Well, I, I
0: just pick guys who I actually think are going to... Like, I'm not going to force the Hunter Runfro as my breakout wide receiver if I don't actually think it. But I do think you it. You should have.
1: <laughs> okay, let's get into it.
0: Um... Yeah, but yeah, the the qualifier basically was if they have made a Pro Bowl, if they've already broken out. So anyone who hasn't though, is I, I figured eligible to be on our teams.
1: Yeah, I, I took some
0: longer shots though, just to keep things interesting. Because you just want to get me mad. Also, I do. No, think the one,
1: opposite. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was just
0: gonna say one one strange takeaway is seeing where which um conference is loaded. With the young guys mm. in certain positions Like the NFC is loaded at wide receiver
1: Yeah, and okay, so so wide receivers is one of the positions Where I tried to sneak one in Because there's so many fucking good guys It's like, I didn't want
0: to be so basic, you know Well, in, in the AFC, the defensive line is loaded NFC is kind of weak Like, especially in the interior Linebacker was actually pretty loaded too
1: over here Mm, I mean, there were some easy ones for linebacker in the NFC too. Let's yeah. get into it. Okay, um, yeah.
0: First, quarterback was easy in the for, NFC for, for sure. First, though, head coach and GM. First slash or second slash third year head coach slash GM. You think uh, is going to break out? Which I mean, there's not really a qualifier on that since coaches <laughs> don't. But I just picked my two favorites. Uh, okay, I, I, I'm doing this on the fly. Head
1: coach, yeah. I'm picking Cliff Kingsbury. That's a good pick. It's the, only one that, the first one to come to my mind. I, I, GM, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head.
0: Uh, I, I'll talk a little cliff while you think. Um, go for. <laughs> even if they don't win more than seven games, which I think is a big possibility in that division, mm-hmm. I, I just think they're going to be so much more exciting and promising going forward.
1: And they were, like, yeah, I think promising is the key word. Cause they were definitely exciting and fun last year, but... Um, there's yeah, not a I lot. Of, I, I'm
0: looking at the GMs right now. There's. I don't know if anyone's technically eligible in the NFC. Yeah, Gudikson. Gudikson's the only one I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, last year I would have picked him, but uh, fuck, that sucks. Uh, other.
0: Well, I mean, you could take Dave Gettleman. And just say it's his third year with his second team as a GM, so he's eligible if you want to take him. Um, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna I'm the GM, Rob. Well, we talked about this actually on a previous show. Is how little turnover there's been at GM re- recently. Mm.
1: Yeah, especially in the NFC, like we just pointed out.
0: Yeah, and because they, they the AFC you've got a couple options. Um, there's Joe Douglas, but that was still a kind of out of nowhere ish. Uh, there's mm-hmm. Eric DaCosta, but that was like he was the guy I'm waiting for years. Yeah. Then Andrew Barry, obviously with the Browns. Um, who just took over? I guess Bill O'Brien's technically eligible. That's that's a good point. Uh, and then Mike Mayock, who is who I choose. Yeah, I pick, I pick Mike Mayock because he's the he's the godfather. He taught us everything we know. But he's also done. I mean, some if you look at the difference the Raiders um are talent wise through their roster from before he got there to now, they're so much more interesting now. I know some and of just, the some of the spots yeah. where they took guys, obviously, seems not great. Mm-hmm. Farrell, Clones Farrell, for example, fourth overall, Damon Arnett, twentieth, whatever. But just in totality of the talent they've added to that roster, he's done a really good job, and I actually think him and Gruden are like pretty well on the same page there, and they're clearly they they're the way they've addressed both in in free agency and through the draft, they have a plan. They like a specific type of player, specific positions, and they're, they're they're sticking to their guns, and I kind of appreciate it. I think the Raiders are a lot more interesting now than they were two years ago. 100%. And, like,
1: you look at that Jeff in draft compared to the two Mayock drafts, and uh, the Mayock drafts look so much better.
0: What, you don't like P.J. Hall, like, 40th overall? That was, that was a terrible pick. Moe Hurst, though, baby. Steal. Remember when we were all like, yeah, P.J. Hall... It was like the week or two ahead of the draft, and like that's yeah. he's such a cool day three sleeper, and then he went in the second round. I remember like he blocked like four
1: kicks or something. That was like someone was like, "Wow, that's so interesting." Yes,
0: yeah, man, I remember like, you said that on the pod for
1: uh yeah it was like it was like yeah I like him in the fourth fifth whatever and then uh now second round pick yeah it was sick anyway Actually, I think it was even later than that but yeah anyways let's let's get into this
0: uh, okay quarterback uh, in the AFC. Um, Obviously, Lamar Jackson wasn't available because he's already won the MVP. Uh, Mm -hmm. The the two guys you're really looking at are Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen, which means the the one guy you're really looking at is Baker Mayfield, which is who I selected. But That's a good
1: pick for this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, he had one of the best rookie quarterback seasons of all time, fell off a cliff in year two, and year three is really a make-or-break year for him, um, both in, like, they're both rebound and kind of set that culture with Stefanski mm-hmm. and Barry there, and just see if he because there's a lot of rumors about his off field last year having uh, some impact on this on field, and so kind of just seeing more of a commitment from him to the team, I guess. Uh, yeah, too many commercials. Yes, and then I mean you could consider Sam Darnold if you want, but I just that's I I would much rather bet on the Brown situation than the Jets situation. That's how bad yeah. the Jets situation is with Adam Gase in town. So
1: uh at quarterback the nfc was like really crystal clear there's like only three options daniel jones dwayne haskins and uh kyler murray which is i think it was the slime dunk pick um his season f- like i i guess like when we were in the in the thralls of it he was exciting and it wasn't always statistically great and then at the end of the year it was a- it was a bit better uh and then you look at the totality of it like thirty seven hundred yards 20 touchdowns 12 picks like you expect all three of those like three seven hundred is really good yardage for a rookie, but you expect all three of those numbers to, to take a pretty solid jump.
0: Especially with DeAndre Hopkins in town. Nukes in town.
1: Again, like, like we mentioned Cliff Kingsbury earlier. I think he's he's like you, you definitely felt the offense open up a lot more towards the end of the season, like by design. They didn't want to put too much on Murray's
0: plate. I th- I think really. the list of quarterbacks you would want over Kyler Murray is really short right now. Like I think I mean, is he one of the ten most valuable quarterbacks in the league? I just in terms of future, like you're you're not taking Tom Brady for the next ten years, like probably in the top ten, right? Because yeah. uh, obviously the, there's there's the obvious, but like, would you rather have Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield right now? I I'd, I'd rather have Kyler Murray. I'd yeah, agree. I, I would Murray too.
1: too but. You know what? I, I this is so off topic, but it's always like I've seen a lot of this this exercise on Twitter, and it's always interesting to see where like Joe Burrow lands. I know like some um, some writing writers have done like the full full like like a fantasy draft, and like Burrow keeps landing in the first round like over like like Pro Bowl quarterbacks. I, I know that's <laughs> what we're not talking about today, but uh, I think like where would you put Burrow on that list? I know that's
0: uh, well, if I were to do like he's in the top ten. I mean he's yeah. the, he's the highest graded quarterback I've ever I've ever. Heard. I know I know that's
1: why it's it's really interesting. Would you put him over Kyler?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Because at the end yeah. of the
0: day, at the end of the day, if I trust <clears throat> if I trust myself as a scout, yeah, Kyler was obviously he was the offensive rookie of the year, but he he was what he was supposed to be as the number one overall pick. So if Joe yeah. Burrow is in my mind what he's supposed to be, which is. I'm not going to say a generational quarterback, but a franchise quarterback for the next decade. I I think Mm -hmm. it kind of comes down to that. Like that's kind of the tiebreaker when you're not sure is what you viewed of them coming out, I guess.
1: Yeah. And I, again, I was, I was probably too low on Murray and which is weird for me, but, uh, because uh, you love
0: baseball players. Like Christian Hackenberg.
1: I just wanted to see him, uh, slug it out, not playing double a baseball for five years. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd i burrow way, way graded higher than uh, Murray. So, I guess you'd have to. You're right. Uh,
0: Running back, Ron. Wait, wait, wait. Can we, as we go each position, can we pick our number one guy between every... Like, so, I, I think our number one guy at quarterback would be Kyler Murray. For the total team. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah you okay. like that? We'll build, we'll build our, our full team yes. together. Look at that. Geniuses. Running back. Uh, it's pretty easy for me. Josh Jacobs. Um... I couldn't pick Nick Chubb or Philip Lindsay. They both made Pro Bowls. I considered Devin Singletary. I went with Josh Jacobs. Over 1,000 yards as a rookie. Kind of was the driving force for that Raiders offense at times. And I, I think yeah. it'll be a lot more interesting with the pieces they added through the draft this season to see what they do. But he's going to be, as long as he's there with Gruden, he's going to be a 1,000 yard back. I'd like to see them use him in the passing game a little more. But... Ultimately like he looks like a future Pro Bowl running back. Uh definitely. In
1: the NFC there, there isn't too many to pick. Um the easy choice probably would be Miles Sanders, but I don't make things easy right. Y- you know
0: what, can I just say this? Um he had way more total yards than I realized last year. He did really well in the receiving game. Yeah. Like down the stretch especially when they like kind of figured out yeah. this is clearly our most talented back, whether he's consistent <laughs> or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: speaking of inconsistent, he hasn't stayed healthy. But Darius Geist, baby, I'm still banking on him. Like, yeah, the offensive line is in really rough shape, but I still believe like he was talented as fuck. Um, when we when we've seen him on the field, he's averaged 5.8 yards per carry.
0: That's I mean, extremely I, impressive. I think- I think there, it, it does kind of come back to what you thought about Darius Geis coming out, if you think he Which, can stay healthy. And what you think of Miles Sanders, obviously a good rookie year for sure. but yes. Better um, than I expected. Mm-hmm, I think Better and, than we both expected. Yeah, but I think still, Geis has the higher ceiling. Like, Sanders obviously has the higher floor. He doesn't have the injuries. He's in a way better situation. But if you're going to bet on... A running back, don't, because running backs are useless. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I thought Darius, I gave Darius a first round great coming to LSU. I thought he was a lot like Marshawn Lynch. So, if he can stay me, healthy. Me too.
1: We were, we were both really high. And obviously, for clarity, I could not choose Saquon Barkley.
0: What? Why not? I don't know. So, you wouldn't let me. Jo- Josh Jacobs is our all running back. Yeah, then. it has to be. It has to be. Definitely. Okay, writing it down. Onto the wide receivers. Were the AFC surprisingly. <clears throat> Like there was an obvious one, uh, mm-hmm. and then I uh, w- there's a bunch of like kind of interesting options, but no clear guys. I think the NFC is a lot more loaded at the position. Uh, is couldn't pick Cortland Sutton, DJ Chark, or McCole Hardman. I mean, I, I could have, I guess, picked McCole Hardman because he made the Pro Bowl as a return man, but still, I decided yeah. to honor the system, uh, and I went with AJ Brown, Hollywood Brown, and Deontay Johnson.
1: That those those feel like the right picks.
0: The other guys to consider, you're just kind of banking on. I mean, Hunter Renfro, a good slot receiver as a rookie for sure. Um, but the, the other guys to consider, like Nikhil Harry and Paris Campbell, who did nothing as rookies, and you just be expecting them to take a yeah. huge step. And then Preston Williams, who we'll see how much how much he he plays in uh, year two, but. I mean, A.J. Brown was a top three offensive rookie of the year candidate. Hollywood Brown had his moments. I thought Deontay Johnson had an underrated rookie year. Uh, yeah,
1: for sure. With
0: bad quarterback play. Uh, Hollywood Brown's going to be the key to the Ravens offense, kind of taking another step forward. A.J. Brown's, I think, the most important player on that Titans offense, maybe. And then... De- uh,
1: <laughs> him and Henry, yeah.
0: And then, well, I mean,
1: your running back's a running back, though, right? See, that's an interesting... You know, I, I'm going to say, yeah, he is the most important one. He had 1,000
0: yards and averaged 20 a catch as a rookie.
1: It's, it's pretty fucking nuts, yeah.
0: And then, like, Deontay Johnson was playing with garbage quarterback play, and he he fits the mold of the, the type of receivers Pittsburgh has developed really well, and he was yeah. more productive than a lot of those guys were his rookies. Um, So we'll, we'll see what goes on there. But, yeah, I thought those, those were... Uh, although... The none of them were like outside AJ Brown or home runs. I thought they, the like Hollywood Brown Deontay Johnson are probably pretty clearly the second and third guy to pick. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so the NFC was absolutely loaded. <laughs> I cut out the Pro Bowlers and then I cut out the one thousand yard receivers. I tried to keep it a little more low key. So that that's what Gallup. That's DJ Moore. I probably would have picked DJ Moore if I didn't make that exception. And then like, like I looked at like DK Metcalf. I'm like, I don't know how much, like, he's going to get better, definitely. I don't know how much better his stats will be, really, because of the, the way that offense is. The lack of the passing game. And then I looked at Terry McLaurin, and I'm like, again, he's going to get way better, but that offense is a little bit of a mess. Oh my god, I
0: fucking hate you. you didn't pick Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, or uh, hmm. DJ Moore, or, this is dumb. Terry, oh, Terry I, I, McLaurin's the number one wide receiver for this breakout list, I think. Okay, look, I like I said, I
1: tried to keep a lower key. Uh, but why? Like,
0: why not just pick the guys oh. who are going to break
1: out? Because like uh, these guys are smaller. Okay, hold on. Let me let me tell you my picks. Okay, uh, I went with Calvin Ridley first. Who's kind of that's a fine pick. Well, yeah, I'll get the, my picks aren't bad. Well, one of them's going to piss you off.
0: <laughs> <clears <clears throat> throat> Wait, did, sorry, <throat> sorry, sorry. Did you pick three by the way? Yeah, I did. Okay, Fuck
1: okay. Uh, yeah, of course. Fuck the the two tight end offense. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't pick a fullback? I could have. Uh <laughs> no, okay, two of my picks are good. And then the other one is is I tried to swing. Okay. Anyways, Calvin Ridley. Uh consistent first two years, like sixty four and then sixty three catches for eight hundred and twenty one, eight sixty six. I think this year he, he breaks a thousand. I did say this last year probably, but uh,
0: snooze fully gone now. The the O line yeah. should be better.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, I think I
0: um, I I I think yeah, I, I I think he should break a thousand.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then another one, uh, Debo Samuel. And I went with this one because God, the NFC's stupid loaded. That's what I'm saying. I, so I tried to keep it interesting. I could have picked all of those guys. Like, oh, sick. so I'm trying to keep it interesting. Cause like I look at Debo and like his impact felt huge, but when you look at like 57 catches, that could easily it will jump this year. 800 yards, almost even. That's going to jump this year. Yeah. And only three receiving touchdowns. So, all those numbers, I think, are going to take massive leaps. Yeah. And, again, I know he's was super important for that offense. His impact felt great. But this feels like he's even going to get even better. Yeah.
0: All so, right. then, from third guy, the,
1: Who's pissing me off, then? Anthony Miller. This is a total I swing. don't hate it. Okay. He's all on right. my fantasy like did, team. So. Yeah, he did not much last year. Uh, he like was also, <laughs> I think,
0: of um, not... Super publicized receivers Yeah that's An- what, see, An- I, Anthony Miller was open a lot And didn't get targets uh, Yeah Of, so of the, like When you just When we were watching the games every week Like that's something mm-hmm. I noticed
1: mm-hmm. And his role is going to keep getting bigger In that offense Yeah They're probably going to have to throw the ball more It'll probably be Nick Foles Throwing the ball Who I trust more than Trubisky
0: So for a guy just to make a leap I uh, How many you know, years okay. did he have last year? Uh, 650 yeah, like I he's not not necessarily saying a thousand, but he's got he, in my mind he's good for at least eight hundred. I totally agree. and only two touchdowns last year, which I think he had like seven as a rookie or something. He's and like, no like vote? yeah, no. He's he's a guy who's just been in a I mean story of Alan Robinson's life though, so Exactly. Uh, um okay, so to pick three receivers from the six we said, I think AJ Brown's a pretty clear pick. Yep. I think uh, Debo's uh, in my mind a clear pick.
1: Yeah, and I, I I would probably say Calvin Ridley's the third one.
0: I mean, what are what are you? It'd be him versus Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I feel better about Calvin Ridley as well. Like Hollywood Brown, I would say has a higher ceiling, but Calvin Ridley much higher floor. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, alrighty, on to the tight end position, where uh, there's a chance we just both pick guys from Iowa. Um. I couldn't pick Mark Andrews. He made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Uh, the other guys to consider: Dawson Knox, Chris Herndon, Coley Waring. I picked Noah Fant. Pretty obviously. Uh, wasn't I, hugely... I? thought Knox
1: was going to cross your mind. He he
0: he would there. have been second. Um, okay. but no, I mean, just the way that Broncos offense is starting to come together now, and Fant Fant it, again, it's rookie tight ends don't generally translate. No, I, I I feel like people don't re- like Fant topped five hundred yards as a rookie. He had uh, like f- uh, a couple big games where he the the just total athleticism he possesses took off. And he was when when Drew Locke came in, there was a little more consistency there. I think this is it might not be like a massive production year because I mean they have a lot of mouths to feed. I, I think Cortland Sutton's a thousand yard receiver again. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, or Calvin Freudian slip, Jerry <laughs> Judy. Um, I think that's like a, a a big rookie year. And then they they draft uh, KJ Hamler as well. So like, even if it's just six hundred yards, I think mm-hmm. it, it, his actual impact itself will be much larger.
1: Okay, so like I kind of did with the last segment. I sometimes I tried to pick who's going to just make the greatest leap, as opposed to the guy who's going to be better. So like. I think T.J. Hawkinson is better than this player. I think Dallas Goddard is better than this player. But I'm taking a swing. Is Dallas okay. Goddard
0: only in year three. Yeah, that's weird to think about.
1: I know. Anyways, I'm taking a swing. I'm picking Ian Thomas, who <laughs> the depth chart is wide open for him. I don't like this pick
0: at all. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. This is a and I was an
1: Ian Thomas stand. <clears throat> there's no tight end there, and like Teddy Bridgewater last year used Cook and Hill quite a lot. Uh, Joe Brady's offense is, is going to open things up For Ian Thomas I, Like they, He used the tight ends a lot last year This is my swing I don't think he's the best tight end But uh, <laughs> I think he's going to take the biggest leap Alright, well it looks like we're
0: picking Noah Fant For the breakout team
1: We are I, see, I, so, <laughs> I didn't yeah, pick the best player in every It in would every have been
0: season. TJ Hawkinson for the record But okay <clears throat> <laughs> Okay, offensive tackles um, I couldn't pick Orlando Brown Jr Yeah there wasn't like a massive amount of tackles. I a couple guys. You, I think the AFC had more than the NFC. That's too. bad news. Um, in the in the AFC, I, I had written down to consider uh, Colton Miller, Jawan Taylor, and Cody Ford. Um, mm-hmm. I chose Jonah Williams, who hasn't played a snap yet. But I mean, I think we both maybe he's the best option in general based on what you make the NFC sound like. Like, I would take Jonah Williams over Orlando Brown right now. Like, I don't think that's even a hot take, right? Uh,
1: yeah, I guess. Like, I I mean, obviously Uh, it was way higher on Jonah Williams. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, like, Orlando Brown also landed in the perfect situation for what he does. Yeah. And, and, but I, I don't know, I'm really excited for this Bengals team just to see Burrow and Jonah Williams. Like, I love Jonah Williams. I think that's a perennial Pro Bowl left tackle as long as he's healthy. Um, and then my other tackle, I picked Isaiah Wynn. Okay. That's good. You had two good ones here. Two, yeah. two good options. Is Both just have to stay healthy. When Isaiah Wynn's been on the field for New England, he looks like a draft hit. He just obviously hasn't been on the field that much. Um, I think both really high four players, like... E- even if they neither become Pro Bowl guys, like they're going to be at that level of yeah. starting tackle where you're at least comfortable. Yeah, I agree. Like I'm trying to think, who's a good example of that? Like the anti Costanzos of the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who you got for tackles? So right tackle is pretty easy. It's, it's Mike
1: Malinche, who's he made the Pro Bowl as a rookie. Did he? No, didn't he? I don't think so. Was he an alt? Maybe.
0: Oh, no, I made that up.
1: He made the All-American team, though, so, like, same thing. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, that, that one's easy. He's, he's just the he's the best tackle uh, for second or third years. See, so, yeah, sometimes I kept this sample. I, that's an easy one. Uh, at the left tackle spot, I picked Andre Dillard just because, I first of, of all, there's a, not a, who, who else is there to consider, by the way? The, like, not a lot. Like, yeah. really, these are the two clear guys. Yeah. And, like, Dillard has to make a leap. Obviously, Peters is gone. Um, last year Dillard like I don't know, he played like three hundred snaps. He was really up and down and mainly down. But uh we know he's got the goods and uh, again
0: also I think yeah. like I still think Jason Peters could be back there on like a one year deal or whatever. But I think yeah. he'd be back there right now if they didn't trust Dillard was ready.
1: Yeah, like and again, you, you trust that organization with Ravens Line. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um and, yeah. And again, they they took him in the first round, he's he's gotta step up. Um, and it's not like like no one's rooted him off yet it was just kind of like you thought he'd be better as a rookie but again um, yeah he's got he's got to step up Um, also it's not like he
0: prepared to start going into the season either right so I think there's a lot of things that go into it
1: my interior I took I took more swing literally there's way better guys for the inside but I I love this Um, I'm picking big breakouts okay Okay. who are our
0: tackles Uh, McGlenchy and Jonah Williams Sure. Yeah. Wait, is that who you would pick? Don't just share yeah, me. Yeah, I know Don't no, wave me off like that. Come my, on. Oh,
1: my God. Don't infer things from my words.
0: Yes. Sorry, I have a lot of Jonah pent-up Williams. rage like, against you. We haven't done a show in a while. <laughs> uh, okay. We didn't
1: miss a week, but we designed to not do a week. We're so smart.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, interior line. I'll start with the guards. I really like the two guys I picked. But there also was not very many other guys to pick. Um, obviously, I had a lot of options. Flex. Um, I couldn't NF- pick... NFC, baby. I couldn't pick Quentin Nelson. Um, no. But I could pick Dalton Reisner and Quentin Nelson team at Braden Smith. Yeah. Good ones. Braden Smith is, like, technically a tackle, but I picked him. Fuck it. Who cares? He's a right tackle, but he played guard at Auburn. So, like, are we, are we really going to...
1: See, you would give me shit for this. Okay, though. fine. I picked. I picked.
0: Uh, fine. No. 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 No, totally. no. 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 Oh my god! You shouldn't have said that because you knew that would bother me. Nate Davis of the Tennessee Titans. It's not a bad pick either. No, it's not. Um, I do think Braden Smith's really, really good right tackle. Uh, but Nate, Nate Davis, really good, really good r- rookie year. Uh, he fixed the frog stance and he fits that <laughs> offense really well. Just a run mauling mf uh, and we love, we just love Charlotte, this school. And well, and the school. Well, and the city. And the city. And the In the, Frick, the, the NBA franchise. <laughs> Bus City, baby. So, so yeah. Sign our petition, bring back the
1: Bobcats. <laughs> Adam Morrison for mayor. Um, uh, who's your okay.
0: favorite Bobcat of all time? Adam Morrison. You know what's weird? Uh, Yours is too, yeah. Adam Morrison has come up multiple times today for me. Hmm. <laughs> That's weird. That's the third time the three separate things Adam Morrison has now come up.
1: Uh, that's, that's not good.
0: No, 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 no. Okay, I think that's
1: a sign of the devil. Hit me with your guards. So, yeah, I had a lot of good options. Rob, I didn't go with any of them, all right? Great. <laughs> again, I'm trying to say who's going to make the biggest leap. So, uh, first one, pretty easy, I guess. But, again, better options. Uh, Chris Lindstrom but the Atlanta Falcons. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, the line around him was a bit of a disaster last year. Uh, still kind of bad. But even if it's just healthy this year, it'll be better. He was um, good when he played, too.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, he was a reach last year, but he, he's just a pro's pro, man. Like I, I think th- he's, he's, he's going to be like a...
0: Remember him and Dalton Reisner at the at the Senior Bowl? Like, that is one of my favorite Senior Bowl memories of the last, like, 10 years.
1: One day they'll both be on the same team. Mark my words. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. And... The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the other one, again, uh, a bit more of a swing. I'm going with Alex Kappa. Okay. I like it. The O-line is better. The on- interior offensive line we already know is solid. Uh, you'll hear multiple Tampa Bay Buccaneers come up because of the spotlight on the team. Uh, I think him himself is going to get take another leap this year. And he's going to get more recognition just because the spotlight's on that team. Uh, it, so those, it, are, those are my two picks. Like I, I could have went with a lot of like really
0: fucking good players already. Oh, but yeah. my God. Stop flexing i like in the
1: office, NFC offensive of line. When I, was watch,
0: when I was watching that Wisconsin Whitewater guard today, I was thinking of Kappa. Just because remember how many guys Kappa would just throw? The best. I yeah. loved it. I love Alex Kappa. There's, and I, I, I just love that there's always like a really small school uh, guard slash tackle that we just love. I know. And it, like, it makes me so happy that he's teammates with Marpit. Yeah. I mean, like Marpit's OG. Remember yes. that grainy-ass tape? Hobart?
1: Hobart College? What up?
0: Uh, who who are the guys that were
1: better picks that you didn't choose? Uh, like, I could have went with, like, uh, Jenkins, McCoy. Probably be a card this year.
0: Uh, no, the, the, I don't think that's, like, you're, you're... Like, maybe with the capital one. But, like, Lindstrom, I think's a fine pick over them.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what's do we... Hold on. Just look at it quick. Uh, there's centers I cover. Oh, James Daniels. Uh,
0: that his, yeah. his situation in Chicago has been weird. Like, him and... Yeah. Him and uh, white hair him. swapping and then swapping back. Mm-hmm. No, oh, for man. sure. It's been weird.
1: Uh, if I could have swung, I could have swung on our
0: our boy, Connor Williams. <laughs> hey, he's coming. Uh, okay. He's coming. Are we, are we going to pick uh, Dalton Reisner and Chris Lindstrom, then? Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do it. This is an awfully white offensive line.
1: Oh. oh. Uh,
0: my, my center's
1: white, too. Fuck.
0: My center is nobody. Just spoiler. The AFC... Uh, We've talked about how there's just not that many good centers. It's starting to change slowly. Mm -hmm. But certainly uh, there's still a problem in the AFC. Um, The only guy who was eligible was Billy Price, and I felt better not picking anyone.
1: (laughs) That's pretty pretty fucking
0: hilarious. (laughs) I was like, because I I start going through, I was like, okay, yeah, Billy Price. I just threw his name down because it was like, Whatever. And I keep going. It's like you know, okay, there. I guess there's nobody else in 2018 until 2019. Start going. It's like they're all in the FC. Nobody, and yeah, nobody. It's okay. Okay, <laughs> fuck.
1: I see, now I should, probably should pick the best player. But okay. Uh, speaking of Billy Price, Frank Ragnow like, he could easily be a Pro Bowler this year.
0: He he's. Uh, I think he's quietly been uh, steadier than people think, and I think yeah, like he's got. Exactly. He keeps
1: getting better. So, I, I didn't pick him. Again, I could have picked Jenkins, but again, we don't know what position. James Daniels, like you said, we don't know if he's a guard or center. Uh, well, Jenkins so is a guard. Oh, sorry, uh, Eric McCoy. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, Freudian slip, yeah. Second round, fucking interior ops alignment. Anyway. Yeah, I went with a, a first round interior ops alignment. Garrett Bradbury, like, he had a rough start to his rookie year last year. Wait, how is he Even, not
0: the best pick?
1: I think Ragnow probably would be.
0: Oh okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah,
1: but again, I think Bradbury's leap is going to be greater than Ragnos is. So that, that was my uh, reasoning for that. Well, I, I mean, I, th- I was so fucking high on Garrett Bradbury coming out. It, exactly. Like I, you gotta believe in his talent. Like, I, it, just another off season. It, it wasn't. It wasn't in the run game. It was just he was so bad in pass protection. Yeah, and like I, I don't know, the offensive line around him should be a bit better too, and just. Being there for another
0: year, I think, means a lot I for center. It. The Grim Reacher, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. The The whole interior O line was like the best guys at the Senior Bowl that year. Whoa. I mean, the the listeners are quickly catching on that we just like the Senior Bowl a lot. <laughs> it's true. All, all my players are at the Senior We're like, you know, like the NBA draft analysts, in quotations, who just like are really into the guys who were sick in the tournament. Like like me, yeah, yeah. Which I, yeah, <laughs> essentially you could do the the, the job of like the, not. I'm not talking about like the Kevin O'Connors or the Sam uh, Vicinis of the world. I'm talking about like. Like, Stephen A. Smith, who watched, like, four <laughs> tournament games, and now Shabazz Napier is the number one player. Like, that's us, but with the <laughs> Senior Bowl, essentially.
1: No, no, no. Me, me and Stephen A. both had Dante Di Finchanto top five. I
0: was listening to Bill Simmons' uh, Redraftables podcast, and they're doing um, the Bargnani draft. Uh, so, what was that? 06. Seven? And, oh, seven? oh, six? and Seven, six. And, and uh, he, he just straight up, he read um, what Stephen A. said on the broadcast when they were breaking down Rudy Gay, and Stephen A. just said, haven't really seen him play. <laughs> just tried S- to have said that as a, as a would-be draft analyst. Anyway, before we move on to defense, AJ, do you like betting? I love it. How much?
1: Uh, the most. Say the most. The most.
0: Let's go to betonline.ag then, baby. <laughs> Let's bet some boxing. Let's bet some NASCAR, now that they're not racist. Let's bet some UFC so, I mean, when the NBA comes back, everything's gonna be good. Uh, and uh, I mean, football. When football, when college football is back specifically, God, I miss yep. it. I, Me I mean, college football's just like the most fun thing in the world. And so, hey, bet it, bet it at Bet Online. I will see you there. Okay, good. That's that. Uh, let's move on to uh, the defense, and let's start with the edge rushers. How was the NFC for edge rushers? Uh, meh. I-, I had one
1: guy that, like, I mean, again, Nick Bosa wasn't available. Um, I- I- fuck it, I'll just jump right in. I-, I picked Brian Burns, who I think is kind of an easy pick for me. Like,
0: Yeah, you saw he it early cur- as a rookie, yeah, and then-,
1: then the wrist injury kind of dropped off. But still at eight sacks, without playing a lot of snaps. Uh, that's impressive. His so think, usage
0: like, was just inconsistent. Like I, I think it was part of the situation. Like it was, I don't know. I love Brian Burns. I think he's gonna be so good. Me too. I think
1: maybe like they're just worried about him against the run. Um, he's and a, teams a, have to it,
0: throw against him a lot last year. So I think he's gonna fit really well in Phil Snow's defense. Yeah, me too. Um, I can do the other one if you yeah, know. yeah, go let's. for it, go for it. No, let's let's uh, do it this way. You go first on the on the defense. I go second.
1: All right, Marcus Davenport. Who probably? Who else could be considered? I honestly, I can't. Even th- I didn't. Even okay, okay, that okay.
0: Because I was gonna say like Marcus Davenport's not a bad pick, and he hasn't been bad. He just hasn't been what he was give- like. You know what I mean? It like clouds him as yeah. a player.
1: No, exactly. Like like he wasn't bad last year at all. Like he was probably better than his stats say. It's just like didn't put up big numbers. Like, but this feels like. It's probably the year that he has to put it all together, at least. And if he, if he, like he's been pretty solid, so it makes sense for this just to be the big breakout year. Um, the other guys I could have picked were like, like I'm swinging on like Montez Sweat, yeah. Um, all all the the mediocre edges from from last year. Like there wasn't really any
0: other uh, clear cut guys at all. So mine were pretty clear cut. I think at least one of them was Bradley Chubb. Pretty obvious. Twelve sacks as a rookie. Got hurt uh, year two. I, I mean, it, he got hurt early too, so I, I think he's gonna be super healthy by week one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he was an animal as a rookie, and he gets one on ones opposite Von Miller, and he, he's—I mean, he's been—he's one of the best edge, edge prospects of the last uh, five years or so. I um, love Bradley Chubb. Yeah, that's a that's an easy one. And then the other one, I went with Mad Max Crosby. Yeah, the AFC had a like. A- like,
1: a lot of options, but, like, no other slam dongs.
0: Yeah, so, like, the the other guys I, who I, I think were there to be considered were Harold Landry, Sam Hubbard, Kemiko Ture, and then, I mean, yeah. Clem Farrell out of respect, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought, Ma- for me, I love Max Crosby. I thought um, to come in as a rookie, uh, to be drafted where he was drafted, come in as a rookie, outperform the fourth mm-hmm. overall pick, put up 10 sacks, 16 TFLs. Really find consistency down the stretch, real like, he, he's obviously a great athlete, um, and, and I think that's when his after his combine that's when his name started buzzing. But like, he's really good with his hands, and he's just gonna get better and better. And I think I just Max Rosby one of my favorite players in the league already. And you guys are best friends. Yeah, and yeah, he follows me on Twitter. So does that Wisconsin Whitewater guard? Tell your friends I'm famous. Um. <laughs> Who, who are we choosing? I, I think pretty obviously we ought to choose Bradley Chubb. Yeah. uh,
1: I mean, we both love Brian Burns.
0: I think Brian Burns uh, is... Uh, who is your... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Brian Burns. Davenport. Yeah. yeah. Max Crosby third, though, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, like, all, all four of them... Like, actually, after Chubb, they're kind of... They're not too far apart, to be honest.
0: Yeah. No. I... Uh... I agree. Interior defensive line, where the AFC God. is stupid loaded.
1: Yeah, the NFC is shallow as fuck, to be honest. So like, this is
0: like the receivers, but opposite.
1: Yeah, like like really pretty slim pickings. Uh, in reality, okay, so I, I swung big on one but I can audible if you want. <laughs> in reality, I guess it'd be Vita Vea and Durantain, who went back-to-back in 2018, which is funny. I, I did pick Vita Vea. Again, I gave him it's the, the Tampa... I give him the Tampa
0: bump. Um, he was pretty uh, good last he, year. He was so th- yeah, 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 well, once he was healthy, he was on the field. Yeah, and I think he's going to take a big leap this year.
1: Me too. And I think those like he had. I think he had three sacks last year. I think those sack numbers are going to go up, uh, just because better team around him. The defense can be better, and teams just like just going to have to throw more against him. And like, I don't know. I think there's going to be more opportunity for Vita V in the middle of that defense. Um, Deron Payne probably should be my pick, but I feel like he's already. Like, he's made his leap. But I guess he could get even better. Fuck it, it should be the pick. But I'm going with Puna Puna Ford, baby. I love it. I'm I'm in on this one. I want to swing. I want to swing. There's no really interior depth depth there on that defensive line in Seattle. Uh, He's been fucking sick. He's been flashy as hell. This is the year, baby. So I'm swinging with that.
0: I love it. UDFA, the first one, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's got to be, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I guess I could of chose a UDFA center
1: uh, Who do you have?
0: I don't know I'm just saying I'm sure there's someone <laughs> Just oh, to oh. shame Billy Price a little more Just pick a UDFA center over him um, I will look quick while you uh, talk okay. to The interior defensive line is ridiculous in the AFC for this um, First of all it, it It has four guys who went in, in the first round Wait, five guys who went in the first round um, I'll, I'll read them in order. Quinn Williams, Ed Oliver, uh, Christian Wilkins, Jeffrey Simmons, and Jerry Tiller. Tillery. Wow. I said his name wrong. It's been, he barely did anything as a rookie. That's probably Fuck. why. But he's, he's your pick, so yeah, it's okay. Yeah. No, okay, so I think the clear slam dunk is Jeffrey Simmons. I think that's a guy who, yeah. he only played nine games as a rookie, but... He looked like a. Uh, if he had played all 16, he'd be in the defensive player of the year. Conversa- well, he wouldn't have won it because Nick Bosa was ridiculous, but I think he would have clearly been a top three or top five finisher there. So mm-hmm. I think he's a guy, especially with Jarrell um, Casey out, Simmons is going to be the heart of that defensive line. I think a huge season's coming as long as he's healthy. The The other one's a little more of a conversation, I guess, um, between, I think, at Oliver and Quinn and Williams. Yeah, I picked at Oliver, just because the situation. He mm-hmm. he was also much better as a rookie at Oliver, had a really good rookie year. Um, but again, the situation like he has got one of the best defensive minded head coaches in Sean McDermott, a defense that's consistently top ten, top five, um, and, and guys around him who are just playmakers at, at each level. Versus Quinn Williams is on, on a defense where Greg Williams is. Uh, <coughs> He doesn't necessarily like to put his guys in the best position to succeed. He likes to put them in the no. position where he thinks they should, like, in the position they should play in his defense. He doesn't adapt his defense to their skills. More they have to adapt their skills to his defense. And I think that hurt See, Cornyn is a rookie. Uh, I think he does take a leap, obviously, from his rookie year, and I still believe in him because he's very good. But I just think um, Ed Oliver's got a much better situation going yeah. to a, make a Pro Bowl in year two.
1: No, I fully agree. Like he, I think, I think Ed Oliver's gonna make the bigger leap, but Williams needs it more. And uh, again, I think he's gonna get better. But uh,
0: some I other like Greg Williams fucking sucks. I named a bunch of first round picks, a couple other guys who weren't first round picks. Who uh, I threw down just to mention: Harrison Phillips, uh, Maurice Hurst, Charles Emenyhu, yeah. and Draymond Jones. Yeah, you had a lot of good picks. Um,
1: in the AFC, I was, I was jealous when I was looking through the drafts. I got, I got you your UDFA center, baby.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Patrick McCarry for the Ravens. He started like five games when Matt Scary got here.
0: Oh yeah, year. he he wasn't bad either. They they churn out undrafted centers in Baltimore. That's true. So does Cal, baby. Say, I'm just saying. It. <laughs> yeah, no, that no, that that sounds right in my head. Uh, okay, our defensive tackles are I'm assuming at Oliver and Jeff Simmons.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no offense to Brandon Ford. No offense, Puna,
1: but, but Vita Van Puna 4 would be, like, the fucking coolest interior to his line, so... Wait, together? They're both, yeah. playing, both playing one tack? Fuck it. Tell me that one. Wait, lots. are you are you running a defense with two ones? Yeah, baby. That's kind of There's cool. no other options. Who else am I going to play? Dedrin Sanat? Like,
0: whoa. <laughs> Those are my options here. Hey, remember how good he was in, like, the first two games as a rookie with Falcons? I still believe. Right, I mean, he's a, he's a very good rotational player, I think. Yes. Please. Uh... Okay, how many linebackers did you pick? I picked two. Okay, me too. Sweet, sweet. God, we're I, I, in sync today. I, I could have went with
1: three. Uh, okay, I, I struggled for my first one, and how I did this is whoever I didn't pick for the first one is eliminated. Oh they don't get the God. second linebacker spot. I hate you. Because someone else deserves it more. Okay, that's, that's that's why I did it. Okay. So I split between Devin White and Roquan Smith, which I think Wait, is, they both, they, it wasn't those two. It wasn't those two. Oh I gave it to God. Devin White. Roquan hit the bricks, buddy. I believe in you, but not today. <sighs> uh, What's he, going Devin on? Like got the, he got the Tampa bump, Rob. Oh, right, right. Bump. Sorry, I forgot about that. So in, ta- in in Tampa Bay, the spotlight's on, and Devin White's shown that uh, tendency to make those flashy plays already. I think he's going to get a lot of attention this year. Um, Roquan is stuck in uh, in hapless Chicago. Who, again, he, he, I don't know. I love Rochon Smith. A bit of dip in play last year. I, I do think he's going to be a He had I, that,
0: remember he had that, I don't want to call it an off-field, just because we don't know what happened, but something happened yeah. and he missed a game yeah. and there was just some weird, oh, Fred Warner never made the Pro Bowl, did he? No. Nope. So that's nope. your other pick? Nope. Okay, that's stupid. Fred Warner's already one of the five best off-ball linebackers in the NFL. Exactly. So how's he gonna make a lead? Oh, so you're blaming me. it's the system's corrupt by not giving him Pro Bowl. So in AJ World Fred's already Pro Bowler. Exactly. And I'm, I'm, giving I'm it in on te- this now. I'm giving it to his teammate Drake Greenlaw. Okay, that's a fucking swing, but I respect it because he was one of the, probably one one of the best Day Three rookies. Exactly.
1: Got got famous last year from that big tackle in the Seahawks game, and then just playing amazing down the stretch. Again, that linebacker room is tough, but I think he's going to keep getting playing time. I think he's shown himself; like he was already like no, playing most I, 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 I think,
0: like I, I think Quan Alexander's a cut candidate because Drake Greenlaw. Exactly. So, like uh, again,
1: I, I'm saying who's taking the biggest leap? Like Fred War- Warner and Roquan, like better players well, right now. Uh, I'm,
0: I'm shocked that Fred Warner didn't actually make a Pro Bowl yet. So,
1: I know. Like I honestly thought he did already, and then I'm like, I certainly been he so did. good. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. The NFL sucks. Anyways, those are my two guys, and uh, I think I think uh, they make sense because I think they're going to take big leaps this year. So. Okay, the
0: the the AFC doesn't have maybe the same I don't know I don't know caliber of need. There's a lot of guys to kind of like almost uh, Jerome Baker, Bobby Okereke, Mac Wilson, and then just kind of your pick of Chargers linebackers: Drew Tranquil and Chenowen Mosu or Kaiser White. <laughs> And you've had they've had guys make the Pro
1: Bowl too, right? That's just is the issue. Who the like, um, the
0: AFC? Yeah, like like what? Edmonds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I couldn't I mean you couldn't pick Leighton Van Der Esch. I can't no. pick Tremaine Edmonds. But I could pick Rashawn Evans. Who I think yeah, was for awesome sure. for the Titans last year. Um he he really ended up kind of being their their enforcer in the middle. Um mm-hmm. and I think he takes another big leap this year. I think he was a quiet leap from his rookie year to his second year because he was like a rotational linebacker as a rookie. Second year really became a starter. Yeah, um, I think with how good that defense needs to be and can be, he'll he'll get a lot more kind of attention. And maybe no, that's make a the Pro Bowl. Oh yeah, and I couldn't pick Darius Leonard. That's uh, the other Pro Bowl. Yeah, I was, yeah I was about to sorry was um, And then my other pick: Devin Bush. And I think yeah. that like I, I think both are pretty obvious. Yeah. But there was just a lot of, uh, uh, like, honestly, I think one of those Chargers linebackers is going to be really good. I just don't know which one. I'd say Drew Tranquil. But... <laughs> Me too. I mean, we love them all, though. That's the issue. Yeah, and then Kenneth Marie's in town. But, yeah, with Devin Bush, I think that the Steelers have um, the talent to be one of the five best defenses in the league again. Uh, and, and with an offense that could potentially not be horrible, um, it'll yeah. take take some pressure off them and I think Devin Bush makes a big leap He just, honestly he he was awesome as a rookie he just needs to get better in pass coverage
1: yeah exactly and again we keep saying he's got the stuff for it he showed it on tape we know he's got the athleticism I think he's gonna get better yeah so who are our linebackers we
0: get two uh, it's not Joy Greenlaw I'm so sorry <laughs> I think it's a it's uh, a hard conversation Devin's yeah. and Rashawn like cause I think Rashawn Evans is gonna be the best of the three next year this year,
1: uh, yeah, I don't know. It, you, uh, let's let's go with White and Evans. We'll
0: we'll, we'll even it out. Sean. I do think in the Bush versus White conversation, White will get more attention.
1: Yeah, that's like I, again, I Bush higher.
0: We both did not much, but and, um, and I, I think I, Devin yeah. Devin White. Although Devin Bush made a bunch of both of them, make, they're both freaks. But yeah, I think Devin Devin White. It's like. Every time he hits something, it's like a car wreck. Yeah, and it's just no, so exactly. flashy. And then also with the the, the Tampa Bay bump, um, <laughs> and even though Pittsburgh's <laughs> going to get a lot of attention, there's like TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward. Like those are mm-hmm. all Pro Bowl, all Pro guys who will take some of that attention away from Devin Bush, I guess. Yeah, exactly. All right, into the secondary we go. Hit me with. Did you go two corners, two safeties, and a nickel? Yeah, exactly. But my nickel's like, I like think he plays safety, but he should be a nickel. Oh God, my nickel's the only nickel that fit the category, and like, it's it's. I wish anyway. My
1: secondary is like all over the place. Like they're all they're all nickels. Don't worry, okay? <laughs> they're all
0: nickels. gotcha.
1: Okay, <laughs> hit,
0: me, hit me with your two corners.
1: Okay, so again, another position where I had a lot of big options. Uh, like like Jerry Alexander, I think he's like there. Like I, I think so he's not. A, he's not a Pro Bowler no exactly I okay. know I could have picked him but he should have been okay
0: him and Fred Warner are pro bowlers that's my take
1: exactly like so yeah I, sh- like, sh- I should say those two will make a pro bowl this year because it's easy but
0: but I guess at the uh, end of the day we're saying breakout It's a, we, we just use the pro bowl to eliminate guys it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean a guy hasn't broken out if he hasn't made one wow, exactly. you're, really, you're really changing my opinions here today
1: yeah, I, I <laughs> See, I didn't want to go too big. I thought you were going to give me shit if I went too big with guys. So I tried to get some low-key guys. Oh my um, God, you work harder than me. No, I put zero effort into this. And you can tell by this one, because I had to pick him. The first player on my sheet, without looking at anything, Jamal Dean, baby. Dude, you <laughs> can't. I
0: mean, that just, that's part of the show. It's
1: part of the show. We, I we talk about pick him.
0: The two things that never don't get mentioned are Adam yeah, Gase and Jamal Dean. Jamel Dean.
1: <laughs> so I had to mention him but for real like what a fucking stretch he had that was a mid to late season uh, <laughs> like again, 15 pass breakups in like 5 games or something it was insane Um, I think he's the best corner of that weird ass <laughs> secondary uh, he's gonna break big this year he's gonna break big he's gonna be a star and that's you my, love uh, Tompa I, I hate it but like I'm like it, this the NFL loves it they give him 15 fucking primetime games if Tampa Bay is not good this year, the NFL's it's gonna it's gonna eat shit. But anyways,
0: uh, who, uh, who's
1: your other corner? It makes it's another one you could have guessed, Rob. Mike Hughes. This is the you, year. You You could pick him in nickel too. I know, but, but but my nickels. Look, I'm very on brand. I'll I'll tell you my nickel. It was it was Chauncey. I could have not picked CJJ. CJJ. That,
0: that's a good pick. He's not actually. Oh, maybe he's like actually playing safety this year. No, they brought him. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, he's a bit yeah, above. no, I'm, I'm, I mean, the, the, especially bringing Malcolm Jenkins in, like they they just move guys around. I'm cool with it.
1: Yeah, they're pretty fluid in the back end. So like, I'm like, Chauncey's a nickel. He should be like, I'm not saying he should be a full time nickel. He was a, it was amazing last year, and I think he's gonna get so much more. Yeah, for he was. For sure. And yeah, with Mike Hughes, so I'm just ready for that that big ass leap. But there a lot of corner options. I just think these are my two. Okay, like it's it's
0: on brand. The AFC's a lot worse for choices, like way worse. So I couldn't pick Denzel Ward made a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Um so I picked uh, I didn't pick, but they were the honorable mentions. Rocky Sin and Nick Needham, Not a great group here. But JC no. I thought JC Jackson was pretty clearly one of them. Yeah. Uh although he's listed at six one, he's five nine. Uh he, he's been awesome in New England since going undrafted, landing there and part time starter as rookie, full time starter in year two. I thought he was one of the most underrated corners in football opposite uh gilly lock and then uh, uh, i
1: think we both picked them for our like what the version of this show we did last year too
0: sure that would make us seem smart uh i remember picking we did a season. version of the show last year
1: it was a lot different but we did like a, a breakout thing okay uh
0: and then i picked greedy williams <laughs> makes sense
1: yeah the, the, the nfc had a lot more like dante jackson was in there yeah so.
0: like yeah like I mean, I, I think pretty clearly J.C. Jackson and Greedy Williams are the choices in the AFC, but um, yeah, maybe, maybe not overall. Who who, who are we picking overall? I, uh, I kind of think J.C. Jackson's one of them. And Jamel Dean, because it's, it's on brand. Okay. And I guess <laughs> I don't actually care at the end of the day. Um,
1: no one cares. <laughs> and, and,
0: and the only nickel I could possibly pick, just to really stick to my rules as a rule stickler... Teron Johnson of the Bills, and like he's he's like he's a fine nickel. I don't really think he's gonna break out. I think he is what he is, but uh, <laughs> it's like he's a fine starting nickel. Fair enough. So, uh, uh, so uh, we're s- picking Chauncey for the all. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Chauncey That's good. Gardner Johnson, Gardner. motherfucker. Okay, uh, was- safeties. I had a lot of options.
1: Yeah, uh, options were a little slimmer in the NFC. Um, both second year guys for me. Uh, I, I didn't really do free and strong, but it kind
0: of. Worked no, no. I, I at the end of the day, I, that's not like not. A, it, that's like left tackle, right tackle. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Uh, so for safety, Darnell Savage of Green Bay. Good pick. Um, uh, flashy to start the year last year. Then he got into some injury trouble. Um, kind of like like he was like playing over aggressive at times. I guess last year. Yeah, he's like a fucking bullet. I love that man. <laughs> yeah, he is a fucking Gaming bullet. Naming my third so just son like, after him. That's a good name, actually. Thanks. Um, so just another year. I know the offseason is wonky, but I'm going to pretend like it's not. Uh, just another year in in the like in the NFL in Green Bay, just learning how to play um, NFL football. I think he's only going to get better. Like I think that's an easy pick. Uh, at, at the other safety spot, I chose Taylor Rapp, who I think like they kind of complimented each other good him pick. Well. and like. So it was it was pretty weird. The dude had a hundred tackles last year, and he wasn't a full time starter.
0: Playing, they, 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 kind of, he he was basically a linebacker until um, uh, injuries struck.
1: Yeah, exactly. So like, he, he, and then like he moved all over last year, but then with Weddle gone, yeah, he no, now gonna he's
0: gonna get, like be the actual safety opposite John Johnson. Yeah, exactly. So full time game for him this year. Who else um, is there to even consider?
1: Um Fuck, I should have wrote was it, it, really,
0: it wasn't th- like nobody that memorable? Because those seem like two really solid safe picks.
1: Yeah, not no one really strong. I'll, I'll I'll
0: quickly look. I can't okay. remember.
1: Like it was, it was like I kind of like I kind of thought of the whole DBs a little positionless. I kind of just wanted to pick my guys, but like it also just worked out in the end. Uh,
0: for me, I couldn't pick Minka Fitzpatrick or Derwin James. <laughs> it's there, so fun. Uh, there are a lot of safeties though. Obviously, I consider Terrell Edmonds um as you have to by law uh Ronnie Harrison Jonathan Abram Nasir Adderley Juan Thornhill did- Kari Willis yeah. like that's that's a lot of guys and none you of did, them are yeah. the pick I'm interested to see Abram and Adderley healthy me too yeah uh but I picked Jesse Bates I think that's yep. a pretty obvious one um Especially if they're gonna use him more in single high this year, they bring in Vaughn Bell, one of the best run defending safeties in the league. If Jesse Bates can be that true center fielder, where I think is he's at his best, I'm really excited. I think he's got so much potential. Uh, and then I pick Justin Reed, who is the best or saf- mm-hmm. er, the best DB in, in Houston by miles. Um, yeah. He doesn't really get a ton of attention, but when you like when you sit back and you really watch, he does so much for that that back end. He's very versatile. He lines up. In the box he lines up uh two dp he'll line up as like a big nickel overhang type like he does so many different things for them he is one of the most underrated guys in the nfl so like you
1: could have even went deeper with the afc like uh like ronnie harrison if you want to bet on a breakout like there's so many more
0: guys i also think like, Juan thornhill if he gets mm-hmm. back healthy yeah, he was so good as a rookie
1: yeah no i think like that could have easily been a pick like I think like the third option, and it's it's a gamble in the NFC is like Tavares Moore.
0: Oh, And he's like playing yeah. corner half the time.
1: Yeah, so there's not a lot in the NFC unless I'm blatantly missing someone, which I don't think I am. Who cares? Let's
0: not let's not think about this anymore. Who are our safeties? Um, uh, who do you <laughs> who do you have? I completely forgot. Did you listen when I talk? Jesse Bates and Justin <laughs> Reed.
1: Uh, fuck! I like those two guys more than my two. Let's go with the uh, Bates and Savage because that'd be the
0: most fun. Okay.
1: Although I love Justin Reed, I He's do like... too.
0: I love Jesse Bates though too. See, I wasn't that high on. I, I remember. I was wrong. But
1: uh, yeah, I don't know. What was my big issue? I thought he was a poor
0: tackler. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the the ri- yeah. You were worried about the tackling. I remember that because I forget which game it was, but he he missed a lot of. Ta- oh, what? It might have been like Boston College Someone who's like it was, Maybe it was AJ Dillon Because obviously stud Second <laughs> round pick uh, I, th- I, th- I want to say it was Yeah against Boston College He missed like Four tackles in a game Or something mm-hmm.
1: And like and I remember like I remember thinking he was like A, a heavy cash tackler Which I guess doesn't matter That much for free safety But when he's missing tackles I don't appreciate him.
0: Yeah But Wake Forest is cool so that's that's that's, end the show. that's generally that's my general takeaway. I've always had a soft spot for week forest. I think it goes back to Chris Paul. I mean, maybe and it goes back are, to Tim Duncan. Uh... Sick. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I, I thought you had one more in you. <laughs> oh <laughs> else um, is
0: there? basketball wise, my mind's not gonna help me here. No, I can I when can't do it. Wake week hasn't been good in a while. Oh, no, who was that I... quarterback when they they had like one good football season like oh six i kind of like oh fuck it's like number 11 riley skinner if that's his fucking name i'm a genius was it i don't know Let's find out. yeah it okay. was i'm a genius this guy's 33 now wow i wonder what he's up to he right, so was on the giants offseason team in 2010 Sick. Congratulations. Uh yes. But yeah, hey, fifty nine touchdowns in his career at Wake in the in the mid two thousands. So
1: Hey, uh my love for Wake goes back to Ryan Plackemeyer. Hey, that's a good one. But nothing for Aaron Curry's.
0: So. Oh that oh God, Aaron Curry's supposed to be the greatest linebacker prospect of all time. That's so Yeah, funny. that's why I that's
1: why I hate Wake. That, all right. I think the, the we've done we've
0: we've done four minutes on
1: Wake. This show is over. No, no, no. Let's do another five. Goodbye.